This episode of The Fakest is brought to you by The Fakest. You can get some pretty sick fakest swag at store.thefakest.com. Parents nationwide are speaking out against Jake and the Neverland Pirates for their positive portrayal of piracy. Will your kid head the high seas to rape, pillage, and steal? We have a list of local children ready to say, yo-ho, let's go, and we'll read it coming up. And we'll lift the veil of conspiracy from the face of all-natural grocery store Whole Foods, who admits to selling relabeled food products from Walmart. Breaking the fake news for real. From KCOM Studios in somewhere west of New York City, this is The Fakest, and it starts now. Good evening. I'm Paul Defoe. And I'm Leanne Snyder. Leanne, that was a killer read. Thanks, Paul. I was kind of nervous at first, but I think I'm getting the hang of it. Indeed. And coming up in just a bit, you're doing your first puff piece. Got any teasers for our viewers, Leanne? Let's just say the fake is faithful. Won't be disappointed. We can only hope. Now, in our top story, socio-political reporter Grace Huber Stafford is back, blowing the lid off another government conspiracy. Grace? Is human addiction to fast food to blame for the pet obesity epidemic sweeping the city? Are indulgent owners spoiling their fat cats and top dogs with the fresh taste of McDonald's puppy and kitten plumping hamrock shakes on a secret menu? During my Uber ride to a local franchise, I set out to find the truth. I uncovered something far darker. Something amazing. Grace, right? Looks like you're headed to a horrible restaurant. Yeah, in a horrible car. Say, aren't you on the news? KCOM, right? The fakest? I've been hoping to pick up somebody like you. Okay, that's kinda creepy. Oh, you want creepy? Let me tell you what's waiting for you at the end of this ride. Delicious garbage isn't the only thing McDonald's is serving up. They run a whole government operation. You need to get the word out. Those funny characters and catchy jingles are just phase one in their plan to control us. (laughs) Right. And how's that supposed to work? With weaponized electronic fields and subliminal messages, duh. Using hamburgers. Well, not anymore. Now the tech is in those new menu kiosks. They flood the free Wi-Fi with subliminal commands that make us do whatever crazy things the CIA wants us to do. It's all funded by the Monopoly game that they put in the drinks. I found this evidence in the back seat after I drove some chatty, drunk contractors to the airport. Take a look. This is a McDonald's receipt. It's also the system key. Don't believe me? Make that same order at their self-service kiosk and you'll see. Okay, here goes. What does this receipt say anyway? Burger. Burger without cheese. Super hot coffee. This old lady's so slow. And a crab apple pie. McUltra command node J. Access granted. Please listen carefully to the following options. As our menu has changed, press 1 for localized EMPs. Press 2 for targeted microwave attacks. Press 3 to order today's mind-altering treat. Oh, I never know what to order. I'd better go with number three. Would you like fries with that? I want my swirly cone. (laughs) Hey, kid, don't touch that. I like fishing buns. (laughs) Crisis code verified. Thank you for reporting this security breach. File erasure beginning. 
now. No, I gotta cancel that. Where's the undo? The back? Uh, Whoa, lady, you're crazy. It's the world that's crazy, kid. I'm just its therapist. Fakest is coming after you, McDonald's, with the full force of its journalistic fists. Grace, you do realize McDonald's is a big sponsor, right? That doesn't make them immune to the truth. The hell it doesn't! Calm down, Paul. It's not like they're going to pull the ads or something. Attention, incoming video from McDonald's headquarters. <sighs> now you've done it, Grace. This is probably that purple freak grimace demanding the heads of our sales team. <gasps> Video received, Johnny McDonald's of VNR. Do you wish to play it? Oh, thank God. It's just a new ad. I mean, a news report uh, with our ace reporter, Grim Ace. Take it away, Grim. The corporate media has been saying a lot of bad things about McDonald's. Actionable things. <laughs> But according to this objective reporter, McDonald's is better than ever. I spoke with Johnny McDonald's, current McDonald's financialist, about how McDonald's is disrupting the world of nutrition. Johnny, how did you become McDonald's number one cheerleader? Don't ask me where I came from. Ask me where I'm going. Boom, time's up. The answer, McDonald's. see why you're the Fryvangelist. You know why? Because McDonald's is literally like if you took a treadmill and welded it to a shipping container filled with everything you'll ever love. Johnny McDonald's soared to fame in 2008 when he won the official McDonald's MySpacer contest. After customizing his page with glitterific McDonald's branding and putting Ronald in his top eight. Hello, Milwaukee. Who wants some McRibs out of the McRib cannon? These days, Johnny keeps busy with speeches at hip convention halls, hosting events like TEDx and VidCon. That is, until a few months ago. Johnny abruptly canceled his scheduled appearances, leaving only an Instagram story video as a clue to his whereabouts. Guys, guys, we're working on something that's totally sick at the McDonald's Mega Lab. You're gonna be saying, I'm loving it in no time. So Johnny, what is this secretive new product from McDonald's that news doctors have been so worried about? Those lousy doctors know their time is up, man. They know that. Thanks to McDonald's new broccoli bites, McDonald's isn't just a restaurant, it's a state of mind for people who want to actualize their fitness and nutritional goals without relying on any so-called doctor. What's so bad about doctors? Well, they don't want you eating at McDonald's. Who are they to tell you what to do? Pursuing your favorite fast food makes you more interesting, and interesting people are way more popular than non-interesting people. Well, brilliant insights, Johnny. I'm just selling a dream, and that dream is Broccoli Bites, delicious deep-fried morsels of broccoli dipped in honey mustard with a Caesar side sandwich. That's what good health looks like in 2019, like two golden arches wavering in the distance as you march across the desert. Look, not many people agree with what I do, with what McDonald's does. People will tell you we're responsible for the obesity epidemic. We're not. No way. People will tell you we conspired with government agencies. What a crock. People will tell you a lot about McDonald's, but all you need to know is that we have two-for-one broccoli bites with the purchase of any McUltra. You just don't get any more American than that. Splendiferous. Okay, back to you, Paul. Oh, and Uncle Ronald says, 
don't fuck up like that again, or he's gonna send me down there with enough McFlurries to bury you and your little reporter friend who should learn to mind her own business before she gets thrown in the deep fryer. <laughs> you heard that, right, Grace? Yes, and it sure made me want a McFlurry and some broccoli bites. You grab lunch, Grace, and we'll be back after this quick commercial break. I'm going to tell you how McDonald's builds a McUltra sandwich. It starts here with two lightly toasted pancakes soaked in pure maple syrup product. And then an AI-generated 15% near-beef hamburger. Dangerously hot. A slice of double-waxed cheese. And some crisp, fresh potato chips. Then, our famous McUltra hydronated sauce. You know, the one you loved for years before certain fake news reporters stuck their noses in where they didn't belong. And then, another two pancakes on top. Toasted. Another hamburger. And another and a little more McUltra sauce. Something that has totally been a thing since you were a kid, just for good flavor. Crisp mozzarella sticks and two more pancakes with bacon bits cooked in as a crown. This is the McUltra, not a conspiracy. Just a sandwich that you can go buy right now. One that will make you forget about all the nasty news reports you've heard. McDonald's old-fashioned McUltra sandwich for the bigger-than-average appetite and not for genetic manipulation on a large scale. Say it with me, gang. McDonald's is the place to be. Welcome back, folks. We've got some breaking news out of Hollywood, California, USA. Break, break, breaking news. Our Emmyless Roven reporter Brent Arnold sits down with Ron Doe, a former Hollywood insider turned whistleblower who is shining a light on the dark side of the entertainment industry. Anyway. Here's Brent. Hollywood, California. The playground of the rich and famous. A beacon of success and excess. And a symbolic manifestation of the American dream. But underneath the gold plating of Oscar statues winds a dark thread. I'm here with Rondo, who is prepared to blow the whistle on the power brokers who have until now remained untouchable. At his request, Rondo's voice will be disguised to protect his friends and family. His name is Fake Two. Good evening, Ron. Thank you for finding the courage to do this. It's the least I could do, Brett. It's Brent. I'm sorry, Brad. So, uh, I understand you're ready to blow, blow, blow that old whistle on some of our favorite faces here in Hollyweird. That's right, Brian. I've seen about all I can handle from the good old boys club. I'm stepping up in the grand tradition of the Lambda 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 fraternity to find justice for the downtrodden and marginalized people hurt by these alphas. Wait, you've actually seen people hurt and endangered by the Hollywood elite? That's right, Chet. Brent. Kent. Brent! Blend. Sure, why not? My name's Blend. Blend? I'm ashamed to say I was party to this kind of deplorable behavior. There came a day when I couldn't take it anymore. Once I found out about the children, I could no longer turn a blind eye. Children harmed? Who? Heather O'Rourke. I'll never forget what they put that girl through. Heather O'Rourke? Good God, man. Anybody who follows the web of conspiracies spun on the old IMDB message boards has heard the rumors. An untimely death. Under suspicious circumstances. 
possibly related to a mysterious cult? Are you trying to tell our viewers that you actually saw that kind of shit? No, nothing like that. Something even darker. I saw Greg T. Nelson put Heather and her siblings in a situation where they were in real danger from spooky ghosts. Eventually, Heather was trapped inside the family television set. They had to hire a medium from under the rainbow to clear the house and rescue her. Is this fucking guy serious? I saw it with my own two eyes, Blend. Brent! No, thank you. I had some before I came. But what's worse is nobody helped. Nobody stopped it. It happened two more times. Ron, buddy, that's just the plot of the Poltergeist franchise. But what if I told you I saw Eddie Murphy single-handedly bring down a smuggling ring? Let me guess, uh, this happened in, uh, Beverly Hills? I see you've done your research, Blend. Unfucking believable I know, right? I also saw Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern stalk and intimidate a scrappy young lad who'd been separated from his family. Not only that, but the kid's parents forgot to take him on their vacation two different times. Scout's honor. It happened, Bland. It all happened. Nick Cage is a drunk who stole the Declaration of Independence. Elizabeth Shue moonlights as an escort in Vegas. Wesley Snipes hunts vampires to pay his back taxes. None of this is real. These are all plot lines from old movies. Michael Keaton dresses up as a bat to beat up poor people. Judge Reinhold is actually Fred Savage. Scott Bale uses his psychic powers to look up women's skirts. Ron, the last one may be true, but you're obviously some crazy, confused conspiracy theorist slash movie fan. This interview is over. Are you trying to silence me, Brent? Are you part of the Illuminati? You finally got my name right. That's so sweet. Come here, Ron. I can't stay mad at you. Give your old Uncle Brent a hug. This is how it starts. Back to you, Paul. Thanks, Brent. Next up, Leanne put together her first interview. I tried to let her just go over there and do her thing, so I don't really know what to expect. Let's discover it together, shall we? Leanne? Thanks, Paul. This weekend, the Fake is Faithful are gathering in Dixon Park to celebrate the return of their favorite fake news program. And this morning, I'm joined by event coordinator and moderator for the Fake is Faithful Facebook fan page, Joe Atone. Thanks for swinging by. I love your posts. OMG, you guys read the group? Of course. What else am I going to do while we're airing pre-tapes from Mackie D's? Now, why don't you tell me a little bit about the group? Well, like, I've always loved the fakest, for real. When I started up the group, at first it was just like for me. Then a bunch of people started finding it. It grew pretty organically. Now we have over 42,000 members. We talk about you guys constantly. At this point, I probably know the show better than Paul does. Oh, thanks, but there's no way in hell that's true. I've worked with Paul every day he's bothered to show up for almost a year now. How about you quiz both of us, Paul? Winner buys McDonald's after the show. Great idea, Leanne. We can totally sell this, right, sales team? This quiz brought to you by McDonald's, home of the brand new healthy-ish broccoli bites. You deserve a bite today. Man, it's almost like they're getting a little too aggressive with their ad buys now. Hmm. Anyway, on with the quiz. Joe, you won the coin toss, so you'll go first. Coin toss? When was there a... Question one. Joe, what story made the fakest go viral in an internet sense for the first time? Oh, that's easy. It was your piece on the Obama bit my finger video. Correct. That's one for Joe. Okay, Leanne, you ready? 
Feeling good, Paul. Let's do this. Okay, confidence. I like it. Leanne, how many times has the fakest gone to court because people don't understand satire anymore? Oh, that's easy. We have that counter in the newsroom. It's a uh, 1.15. That is correct. Bonus question. Which one of those 115 cases has the fakest lost? When Lindsay Lohan sued us for turning her life into even more of a farce than it already is? Bingo! Frick, I knew both of those! Don't worry, Joe. You have another chance right now. Joe Atone. As the leader of the Fakest Faithful Facebook fan page, I'm sure you remember how I had to disobey my father's wishes to start the fakest. What was that bastard's name? It was... Wait, is this a trick question? Do you want to know the name of the man who raised you or your father? Same guy. Oh, oh, you don't know. Know what? Well, if you have to hear this, it's probably better coming from a fan you barely know. Paul, uh, Monty Pair Defoe was never your father. I mean, he was abusive and distant, and he also screamed, You are my real son! at me on my 16th birthday, but that's just, like, normal dad stuff. No, 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 no. I mean, you aren't related to him biologically. When we were assembling our FAQ, I requested your birth certificate using a forged power of attorney document. I'm pretty sure that's illegal. Be quiet, Leanne. I think she's going somewhere with this. According to your birth certificate, your father is somebody you already know. Somebody who works for you. Paul, your father is... Jim Nettie. Who the fuck is Jim Nettie? I believe you know him as Janitor Jim. Wait, wait a second. The, the old loser who smells like bleach? No, 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 no. I'm a Defoe. I, I don't know where you got that birth certificate, but you're either wrong or you're a filthy, filthy liar. No, 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 no. Here, I'll show you. Here's a picture. Like I'm supposed to believe this forgery. I'm the fakest, for goodness sake. I know a shop when I see one. Why would she lie to you? She's your biggest fan. Look, look, uh, maybe it is real, but maybe they just wrote down their own name. Did you ever think of that? Funny enough, I did, which is why I swiped your drinking glass when you were having second lunch at Dustin's Neighborhood Grill, then convinced Monty Pere Defoe to give me a lock of his hair for a school project, then had them both tested. He's not your dad. Shit. Paul, I'm sorry for this. It's all my fault. If I hadn't booked Joe, you would have never known. Guess I still have a lot to learn about being a journalist. It, it, it's fine, Leanne. I mean, I've always suspected something was off about my life. Something was fake. Nah, that's too on the nose. Something about my life always felt not real. If I'm a bastard, well, I guess that makes a bit more sense. So, Joe, it's really Janitor Jim? The creepy old guy we see from time to time? He's my dad? Without a doubt. If you'd like, I can take a DNA sample to confirm it. Um, yeah, sure. Why not? Producer Bot, can you call Janitor Jim to the studio? Janitor Jim, calling Janitor Jim to studio. Well, howdy here, folks. You got another blood spill to clean up? No worries. I know where to keep my trap shut. No, Janitor Jim. We just found out that our health care plan needs DNA samples for reasons. Liability or something? It, 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 it was unclear. DNA? Oh, I don't believe in that stuff. 
Not one little bit. Well, then you'll have no problem giving us a sample. God, he's so dumb. So, Joe, what do you need? Pee in a cup? Lock of hair? One or two fingers he don't use much? Whoa, 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 whoa. Where did that accent come from? A few whiskers from his beard should do the trick. Well, I was saving these whiskers to mend my broom, but if you need it, you need it. Here you go, sonny. Just put them in this bag. Uh, there we go. Here, Joe. Now, how long do you think the test will take? Oh, they usually take a few weeks to get back, but they do let you put a rush on it for a price. Here, take my corporate card. Whatever it costs. On my way. Well, I reckon that's all you need then, Sonny. For now, Dad. I, I mean, Janitor Jim. For now. Reckon I'll see you two later then. And Polly, you're getting mighty big. Okay, Leanne, while we wait on the results, why don't you do our last story? We have an ad, Paul. Good point. Folks, listen up to hear what McDonald's can do for your family when a loved one dies. Wrong ad. Oh, who can think while we're waiting on those test results? We'll be right back, folks. The truth. Your principal. Drinks absent. Can't dance. Gambles nightly. And... I can't stand the taste of new McDonald's broccoli bites. Broccoli bites, now at McDonald's. It's a big hunk of flavor for you, not him. It takes a heck of a lot of firepower to fuel the fake news. I only trust one hosting provider to handle the traffic the fakest faithful Facebook fan page sends our way. Bluehost has it covered. Use their simple dashboard to install WordPress. Access 24-7 customer support for help when you screw it up. They even have a money-back guarantee, where if your website building experience sucks, they'll totally give you back at least some of your cash. With Bluehost, you can say no, no daddy. Whoa, that accent again. And set up your own Squarespace on the web in just a few minutes. Sign up for Bluehost today and create your own website for just $3.95 a month. Just go to mysite.thefakest.com to get started. If you do, make sure to share it with your fellow Fakest fans on the Fakest Faithful Facebook fan page. Now, let's get back to the show and those test results. Welcome back. Here's Leanne Snyder with her final story of the night, probably. Thanks, Paul. The stories of Florida Man are as murky and mysterious as the Everglades themselves. But in another fakest exclusive, we rip the mask off the mythological meth-headed man making national headlines. <sighs> Nailed it. New questions this morning, swirling around a proud Georgian from Georgia. Is Rachel Nesmith pretending to be a man from Florida? Her estranged cousin is coming forward to say that yes, Rachel is the mythological Florida man we've heard about on the news. Oh, Rachel, bless her heart. She never did like the Sunshine State, but she was always a girl, a woman from Georgia. She's proud of peaches, Stone Mountain, Coca-Cola, and the 1996 Summer Olympics. Above all else, Donald Nesmith remembers his cousin as creative and expressive. We always encouraged her to be expressive. And she was. She was an expressive girl. She was very happy. 
high achiever. She was always driven to succeed in whatever she tried. To her cousin and the country's dismay, Rachel tried to destroy Florida's reputation. In this clip, recently uncovered on a forgotten YouTube channel, Rachel explains her hatred of America's most popular tourist destination. They think they're all fancy and pretty, trotting around down there on the beach and at their Disney worlds. People say Georgia's a bunch of redneck yokels. What about Florida, huh? What about Jacksonville? Why did they getting off so easy? One of these days, I'm gonna fix that. Allegedly, according to sources, insiders say that Rachel, armed with two kilos of Georgia meth, two crates of whiskey, a fake horseshoe mustache, 19 cartons of Virginia Slims, and a whole mess of explosives, crossed the state line from Georgia into Florida on January 30th, 2013. Working out of an extended stay Holiday Inn on International Drive in Orlando, she launched a crime spree unlike any the Sunshine State had ever seen. A Florida man was arrested tonight for practicing karate by kicking swans in the head. A Florida man goes to trial after hot-wiring a forklift, then driving that forklift into the last surviving Shoney's. A Florida man is in trouble again after attempting to bribe an officer with the best bud he'd ever smoked in his life during a routine traffic stop. What first appeared to be a steady uptick in unusual crimes due to a relaxed records law became a national hot topic after a shocking revelation. Internet sleuths have sleuthed a new truth tonight. Users from the Florida Man subreddit used Florida's open records law to prove that 90% of the crimes attributed to Florida Man are actually the work of one man, Chad Best from Orlando, Florida. Mr. Best has been arrested over 3,048 times since 2013. At a press conference this afternoon, the governor had this to say. This is scary. You should be scared. I'm tired of pussyfooting around. This should concern you. Board your windows, lock your doors, trim your palm trees. It's just not safe out there. How does one guy do all this stuff? It's weird, you know? Little did any of them know, it was about to get a whole lot weirder. Mr. Best, look at this picture. Is that you in your prom dress, Mr. Best? I, uh, do, do you have a question about that? I was just wondering, are you really a Florida man or a woman from Georgia? That's a uh, uh, I mean, I don't know what you're implying. Are you here in Florida committing crimes as the Florida man in an attempt to take America's wing down a peg? I, 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 I don't understand the question. We're done. We're done! After a disastrous interview, Rachel Nesmith, or Chad Best, depending on when you're asking, disappeared into the Florida swamp. It's said that on a clear night after an apocalyptic afternoon rainstorm, you can might find Florida man Rachel Nesmith hiding in the shadows, waiting on the bath salts to kick in. Wherever I wander, wherever I roam, my heart's compass leads me home. Thanks, Leanne. 
Wow, you're really getting the hang of this whole news thing. Even when I book a guest that throws your entire life into question? You know what? Especially then. It might be emotionally devastating to me personally, but it's making for an exciting newscast, isn't it? Warning! Warning! Jalakalong is approaching the studio. See? And we're even going to get a dramatic reveal right here at the end of the show. It's like... It's like the perfect newscast, Leanne. And it's all thanks to you and your talent. Gosh, Paul. Thanks. I have the results of the test. Well, go on. What did they say? I haven't read them yet. I figured you'd want to do the big reveal. Oh, I can't. I get so nervous about surprises. Leanne, can you do the honors? You sure, Paul? I'm sure. Go ahead. Oh. Oh. Mm. What what does it say? It says... Yes, Janitor Jim is your father. And 0.5% South African. Ha! I told you. Oh, oh, get the fuck out of here, you damn stalker. I I, I got shit I gotta process, man. Well, well, before I go, I think I'm gonna have to take uh, this, you know, this cup. I really need it. Especially fine. Take take the cups. We have plenty of them. I just oh, it's okay if I take your cup because I, I I just can't seem to find my my cup anywhere. It's it's misplaced, you know. As long as you promise not to pull any of my DNA off it again. Oh yeah, yeah, sure, definitely. Can I also take take this chair right here? It, it's I think I need this. It, it'll really go with my living room. Sure, sure. I mean, that's just our chair for our guest that we've had for the past 30 years. But I mean, if you if you really feel you have it, whatever you have to do, just get out. <laughs> OK, fine, fine. But I'm keeping this credit card as a souvenir. Oh, fine. OK. Uh, want me to sign it? Oh, looks like you already did. <laughs> Wait, on that note, can you sign <laughs> this chair too? <laughs> right here. Um, sure, sure. Here, here's my signature. I That'll work for you, right? Just a PD? Yeah, 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 yeah. And the cup, too, like uh, while you're at it and you're holding the pen, you know. <laughs> OK, well, you know, it, it, it's a big pen, so I don't know if it's going to work, but I'll, I'll make my hand move like I'm signing it and then I'll hand it back to you. And now can you please just go? Yes. Thank you. Laters. Jeez, you cannot get rid of people sometimes. So what now, Paul? Uh, I, should we call your daddy in here and cap this show off with a touch and reunion? No, no, not yet. It, w- it, it wouldn't be fair to him. I, I need to take care of some unfinished business first. You don't mean... Yes. I'm going to Defoe Manor to get some answers from Montepere Defoe. And my mother, if she's not on vacation. Does this mean you're leaving the show again? Well, not on your life. Oh, man, man, that accent... That, that has to stop. We're just going to do a special remote report all about me. Oh, that's fun. Like a get to know the anchors thing. I could do one too. Maybe I can take a crew out to meet my grandma. It'd give me a chance to show her how good things are going now. Sure, whatever, but it's mainly about me. Just go ahead and grab the corporate credit card off Joe and book your ticket. Shoot, she's probably halfway down the block by now. Well, I guess that leaves it to me to close out the show tonight. From Gaycom Studios in somewhere west of New York City, I've been Paul Defoe. Our promise to you, we fake it when we make it. Now go out there and have a hell of a night. 
you know, I, I, I'm really excited for the newscast to be all about me for once. Fair point. Like the show? Go leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or just scribble it all over your bedroom wall. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram by following the fakest news. That's fakest with an I. And support the show by buying a bunch of crap at store.thefakest.com. See See you next time. time.